Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Another day. It's uh, another day in Pride Month. I want to welcome uh, Crypto Cowperson and CJ. Yes. I just want to announce to everybody that uh, CJ. I don't know if I told you this, but we have been invited by the Hell's Angels, uh, the the local chapter, to do a drag queen story time over there. Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be a good idea, uh, but I think everything will be fine. At least that's what I'm thinking. Uh, crypto Cowperson, I'm glad that you. Oh, crypto Cow pronoun. Welcome, welcome, you non-binary bastard. Hey, just uh, wanted to let you know that I identify as a kitchen cabinet now. You can put your dishes in me. Oh, you, you, you cheeky monkey. You cheeky monkey. Wait till, just wait till I identify as a hot dog bun. Hey, CJ, what about you? What are you doing this the, for the last, you know, the, I think next week is the lot. We're counting down the final days of Pride Month. And it's just amazing. So what are you doing, CJ? What are you doing to celebrate? <laughs> I just can't. How dare you laugh like a man? man. I just can't. can't. I, I, just I've can't got toxic, toxic masculinity written all over me, so I just can't. This is what happens, Siege. I'm telling you to stop going to the gym and start eating soy, bro. Get in touch with your softer side, man. B, I know you spend a lot of time in New York, Cowboy, you in L.A., so hey, I've been Midwest hey. for a long time. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. The New York I'm from is not, is not midtown Manhattan where you got yuppies. It's a... Uh, it's the old school New York. It's the tough, rugged New York. That part. <laughs> yeah. That, it, yeah. I'm not like, from New. I'm not from New York. I'm from New are York. Are you rugged like the? Uh, is it rugged like the uh, construction guy from the Village People? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> now, I'm the talking about old school. Old school. California. That's the California I'm from. Is uh, is the like one of the first counties. Uh, just within the past few years to issue concealed carry permits. So that's uh, that, I, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm from a pretty red place in well, California. Yeah, you got, you got, where are you living in? Where would you used to live? Well, I, I was born in a, a city that, well, I don't want to say exactly where, but uh, it's just red. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not yeah. too far from LA. Yeah, Orange County. No, no, no. Uh, Riverside County. Oh, yeah, Riverside. Okay, cool, man. Nice. Yeah, that's where uh, Chad Bianco is, Sheriff Chad Bianco. California so. dreaming, do 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 do, and the yeah, sparkler I, you know gang. What? I miss it, man. I've I've lived everywhere SoCal. I've lived in uh, San Diego, Los Angeles. I miss New York, was... but you know what? Manhattan has gone to shit. 
the 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 lefties and the and, and the trendies and the fags and the weak. You know, it's funny, right? When you see these yuppies, right, who just moved to New York in the last 15, 20 years, they're not really fucking New Yorkers, and they get on the subway tr- train and they run their mouth and get beat, and they get the shit kicked out of them. New yeah. York, old school New York. Everybody walked around hard and mean. Old school New York. Nobody made eye contact because the 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 propensity for violence to erupt is a always a present thing in New York, and so everybody just kind of minded their own business. So when you have these yuppies like that, like white lady, like you remember that a couple of months ago, this white lady came onto the she on was the on subway? subway, yeah, yeah, telling yeah, a yeah. black guy to go, you know, because the black guy was pissed off at one of his kids, and she wanted him to take a chill pill, boom, right in the face. He's like, say it again. No. <laughs> There's your chill pill. There's your chill pill. <laughs> equal rights and equal lefts. That's what happens. Oh yeah. So you know, I was I grew up in uh, SoCal, and I know like 1992, there were the riots, and oh, yeah. you just you kind of learn like, look, when I was working there in the insurance business, I I'm, was the only guy in the office who actually spoke Spanish, and I was I'm a white dude, and uh, so I was working. Well, in, you like, you give yourself a tan, the Sicilian comes out, and you could actually pass for like Hispanic, bro. Yeah, it's kind of, well, yeah, I got the blue eyes though, so it messes it up. That's okay. You'll be like a Hispanic, you'll be like an exotic Chicano. Yeah, it's right. Like I'm from, uh, you know, uh, Chile or something, but uh, the, uh, I was working in like East LA, you know, all those areas and stuff like that. And you know what? I never had a problem, man. Everybody was nice to me. Yeah. Um, you know, and like South Central, all that, never had a single problem. But the reason that is, is because I grew up around that and you just, you, you, you just walked down the street, you minded your business. You know, you don't talk to anybody unless you need to. Uh, I don't know. There's just a way to be. And if you're not from there, you don't get it. Correct, man. Correct. Do you, do you see what I uh, see what I shared right there? Let me see what you shared. Hold yeah, on. I provided that. That's, that's awesome. I was uh, hanging out with Ezra Miller the other day, and he said, they said, right, thanks. Anyway, they said they love grooming minors. Where is Ezra Miller? Does anybody know where Ezra Miller is right now? I know he's running from the cops somewhere in Hawaii. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, he got caught. Like, I don't know what he was doing. He's known to like physically assault women. That's the thing with Ezra Miller, and he's like a deranged individual. I can't believe they picked him to, you know, be be the Flash. In uh in, in these uh, DC movies, but anyway. Well, no, it's just kind of like in politics now. It's a rite of passage. Like if you touch kids, then you're going to be the next president. This is true. This is very true, my it's friend. Like they know that you're their kind, right? Yes. Yes. Exactly. There's the whole there's that whole blackmail thing. Like um you know if you the, you know they're going to want to have a control file on you. So I think that's part of the deal. Like you well, know, yeah. if you you know well, you so fly that, on. The, that's what Jeff uh, Jeff Epstein's uh. Ireland was all about, and all of a sudden the Clinton money guy, the guy who was like managing a lot of the funds for the Clintons, who's connected to Epstein, mysteriously died. There's nothing to see here, Cowboy and CJ. Nothing to see here whatsoever. Oh, yeah. No, well, and speaking of nothing to see, before we get too far into financial news, um, you know, and I, and I think, CJ, you're going <laughs> to agree on this one. The Roe v. Wade. Um, that oh, is that today? Overturned. Yeah, that's it's been overturned. Yeah! Well, here's the thing about that, dude. It, if you ask me, if you ask me, and I'm not, you know, whoever, right? But it's just, it's such a backseat issue. It's such a 1970s hey, I like how problem. You said the, it's a backseat issue, and this is Pride Month. 
that's i mean look don't get me wrong like killing babies and all that that's very important but as far as like what's being talked about in the news as far as what's hot it's a backseat issue so look here's the thing when they try to steal the midterms in november they want it to look realistic so they need something to galvanize the left because the left is just in shambles does that sound about right that's something cj would say where is CJ? Oh, I, th- I think I mean you almost you almost have to. I mean, is it you know all these things? I would say probably, especially in the mainstream media, these events unfolding. I would say probably well over ninety percent of this is is orchestrated. I stated this, you know, right right before they started the entire January sixth hearing. I said, just wait for it. They're going to see how much traction that they can get out of this crap. See I love the euphemism. Backseat, and now you're talking about traction. I love it. This is all see, from Pride Month. See if it gets people. This is what I said we're allies, CJ. Well, I mean, and and those those social constructs that you speak about, V, are just intended for one purpose, and that's to yeah. keep everyone plugged in to the stupidity of that versus what's happening in the real world. And and Americans buy it time and time again. They get emotionally charged about it, plugged into it. But this here's another perfect example. Here you go, sheeple. Here's Roe versus Wade being overturned. I'm not saying that's not important. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but. The timing of it, the social construct of it, it's it's you know, we're entering again. It's the that we we started summer a couple of days ago. It's been very hot here in the Midwest. I think they're looking to amp amp up the summer of rage, the summer of rage 2.0 and 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 oh, get their dude. base energized coming, to say, hey, we gotta win these midterms. We have to do something. So yes, I think Cowboy, you're you're right on point. I think this is intended for one purpose is that uh the Democrats need to energize their base, and what better way to do so than this decision right here? Oh, yeah. Well, remember, the summer of rage, it's because it's so hot. So we can blame all the rioting and this overturn on global warming. Because that's that's why. Because global warming. So we got it solved, guys. So we just got to, you know, stop driving cars, uh, turn off your AC, eat cockroach milk, and everything will be good. How can you eat cockroach milk? You're supposed to drink it. Well, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> how do these people do anything <laughs> oh dude and then there's there's another uh, non-financial for you know a lot of my uh a lot of my 2a buddies i think we uh i think we have some exciting news and i think it's also another uh example of you know trying to galvanize the left because they got nothing left uh is the scotus rules new york draconian restrictions are unconstitutional and this has to do with uh, 2A. So basically, New York is a May issue state. At least it was until yesterday. And so basically, they have the right, along with a bunch of other New England states and California, they have the right to maybe not issue you a CCW, right? Hmm. So it's like, oh, you have to give a good reason for it, right? Well, that's now no longer constitutional. Of course, uh, you know, New York's probably going to pull the uh, the, what do you call that? sanctuary state we're we're a we're a we're a sanctuary state (laughs) exactly (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna oppress and you know we're gonna protect it it literally when uh biden talked about it and i don't have that article right (laughs) right biden's word salad was perfect for this i'll see if i can find it because he said that it's new york's right to restrict that's what he says New York's right, right to, to restrict, restrict is being, uh, what, what do you call it? <laughs> is being restricted. 
<laughs> really? New York's the right the to restrict gymnastics, dude. The fucking moron, dude. They're restricting Such our right idiot. to restrict. You know, and, and it, again, look. Look at all of the high crime areas with all the most violent crime. It's all the areas with the most restrictive gun laws. So these leftists would actually want to change the law for the whole country to match the areas that have the most violent crime. It just makes no sense. So it's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Pretty crazy. Yep. <laughs> well, the, I guess the left uh, is taking all kinds of L's, man. Yeah, it's taking L's, but I think it's again, I think a lot of it is timed to to make it look realistic when they steal it. And you know, I think it'll be harder to steal the midterms because it's several different elections. Yeah. Ideally, um, there will be some uh some election reform that actually well, makes it. Also difference. understand all, all a lot of these states have ha- have within the last year and a half passed all sorts of new election regulations and laws um that makes it more harder. To, to steal, like, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, voter ID, uh, you know, having chain of custody, all these other things. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty interesting how this is going to play out, man. Oh, yeah, we'll see about it. I mean, I think let's say I think the midterms, what they probably would do is what they've always done. They'll target specific areas, right? The areas that will enable them to hold on to as much power as they can, and they'll focus their efforts there. I don't know that such a quote unquote decentralized election will be as stealable, but I guarantee you there will be chicanery. I think some uh, woman was, uh, was um, in Texas was convicted of like 26 counts of election fraud, of ballot harvesting, yep. you know, so it's, it's no wonder why the uh, it's the Texas Republican uh, side. What is it that said that they're, they're saying Biden's not the president who said that in Texas. The it's Texas the, GOP, yeah, the entire Texas GOP. G- <laughs> yeah, there's it. a there's a discussion in uh, Discord around whether or not Texas uh, might leave the union, and they uh, should. They're one of the I've, well, they, I've, should. I've, I've, yeah, they should. Yeah, and legally, I think they're one of the few states that that have a provision in their constitution that, that, that makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah. So now here's the problem, though: if Texas leaves, then that's a lot of Republicans no longer voting in. The- <laughs> country so oh, texas leave how many other uh uh um you know how many others would uh leave with them you know yeah how many other states would be like hey if texas did it i mean um yeah dude i mean remember when obama became president on a second term and started getting really radical because he felt like he could do whatever the hell he wants there was not when texas became very vocal about hey look want to you know probably get the hell out of here other red states were floating ideas. Even in Indiana, there was like a, the legislature was, you know, put out a, an article on their on their newspaper here. They, they they should consider doing the same thing. So it's going to be pretty interesting how this plays out, man. It is. I mean, I, I'm going to bet it doesn't happen. Um, Balaj guy, our, one of our guys in Discord is an individual that just really understands law better than <laughs> most lawyers I've ever talked to. Yeah. Um, he did say that you know, legally you can't secede, but that's, you know, the most likely thing will happen is states will get a little rambunctious. And uh, I know in, I think it was like 1912, Texas wanted to leave. And uh, somehow there was a negotiation and they ended up getting a bunch of money donated from, you know, federally to like some of their politicians and, oh, Texas is staying. So, you know, it's, I don't know. Um, It's all dirty. Uh, much like the market, and uh, we're looking at a chart of the S&P 500. So, so now, dirty. It's so dirty. Um, so here's the thing about it. 
after all the shows we've done, I think it's safe to say the market's pretty well rigged. And so now I'm, I, this is a drawing that I made on May the 2nd. And I might I think I made it during the show or around the time of the show. I've shared it on the show numerous times. And it's pretty much followed, you know, more or less the trajectories that I drew, although it happened much quicker than I thought it would. So price, you know, went from its all time high, which was around, and this is the SP 500, about 4,800. Now it's down to 3,600. I did say 3,600 would be a bounce. And sure enough, that's what's happened. So I'm going to go ahead and start to delete a lot of this everything here. And we're going to look at what may happen in the short term. Now, the reason I like the S&P 500 is because it's a decent bellwether. The Russell actually is more of a canary in the coal mine when it comes to indexes and what's going to happen next with the market, because it has to do with like transportation. Um, but at the same time, the S&P 500 is not as delicate as the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ is tech heavy and, you know, Tech is, it's delicate. I mean, it was overinvested and now it's deflating and, you know, Kathy Wood doesn't look like a genius anymore. And, but the SP 500 is not as, say, anti, not anti-fragile, but it's not as indelicate as the Dow. It's like right in the middle. So first of all, I'm going to go ahead and I need to get out of this so I can look at some tools. We're going to look at some local resistances. We're going to see the S&P will be a bellwether. So if the S&P turns around, then the rest of the market's probably going to turn around. And we look at a lot of cryptocurrency in here. Um, and so if the S&P, it, it does have a correlation to Bitcoin. Um, and that correlation usually occurs when Bitcoin is not in either its heavy expansionary cycle. And it's not. Bitcoin's actually entering the bear market. And it was supposed to do that this year anyway. So it, the crypto will more or less probably have a correlation to S&P. Although it may be a bit more bearish than the S&P until it's hit its bottom. Has it hit its bottom? Ah, you know, that's going to have to depend on what Jay Powell does. And we, can, we have some things to talk about with that. I know V may have some information, uh, maybe not today, but I think we have an idea. I think we've talked about this. They have to continue to prop up the market. They'll, yep. What I think will happen is they, they'll, they'll do what they're doing now so they can say they're fighting inflation. Um, you know, oh, we're doing something, we're cutting rates. And really what they're doing is they're squeezing everybody, right? And, and this, is a, this is an article that I actually pulled up um, <coughs> having to do with what happened, <laughs> with what's happening. It really lays it out really well. Um, without, I won't even open up there. I'll just re repeat what the article said. We had COVID, everybody lost their jobs, but they handed out money. So things were no longer being produced, but everybody had money to buy things. Right. So what did that do? Well, it decreased the supply, which went ahead and increased the price of everything. So you have this inflation. Now what's happening is they're cutting the rates on everything. So money is no longer cheap. Now, everybody during that time, everybody's got 401ks. A lot of people were putting their stimmies into the market. You know, they're gambling. Well, when you kill asset prices, you start to squeeze retail. Now, what happened is, and we talked about this the last show, but everybody's maxed out the credit cards. Like, as mm -hmm. far as the data is concerned, credit is maxed out. So what comes next? Okay, well, people have to sell their assets, right? Well, people are being squeezed out of that right now. You're looking at a chart of people being squeezed out of that. People panic selling. They got to make yeah. their car payment, their house payment. So they're selling their stocks. They're selling whatever they got, right? right. Bitcoin, great example. So now <clears throat> they're, they're squeezing people and I think they're not done. I, I don't think they're done. V, do you think no. they're done? Okay. No, the squeeze has just begun, my friend. Do you think the squeeze is going to last like, uh, look, 
there's two ways to look at it. They either have to turn the cheap money back on before the election so they don't look so bad and they can put the market back up a little bit before the election. And that way the Democrats don't lose too many seats or they just say, screw it. This election is going to be what it is. And they turn the cheap money back on in time for the 2024 election. Which one do you think it is? They're going to, the squeeze will continue into the 2024 election cycle for presidency. That that's that's what I'm getting. So the squeeze, like the, we're going to see rate hikes. We're going to see. Oh, we're going to see. Like- it's going to be a shitstorm between now and 2024. Then like Volker style. Vol- yeah. 2025 with the new presidency coming in, which will be Republican, and it will be a Republican. You're going to see a populist sweep. You're going to see it. There's blood in the streets. There's going to be a populist sweep. And then they'll turn the cheap money back on. For the last hurrah. For the last hurrah, correct. Now, will we see... Now, do do you have a prediction as to whether or not we will see a CBDC prior to that next cheap money flip-on? Oh, prior to the cheap money flip-on now. Okay, so we're going to have, according to the gorilla, who, by the way, folks, I've been following the gorilla since what, 2016? Yeah. 2017. I started off with Alex Jones. Like, I've been kind of waking up for, I don't know, 10, 15 years, but I started out with Alex Jones and he was just too emotional. I moved on to Mike Rivero, which he just complained he didn't have solutions. And then all of a sudden I started getting into crypto. And uh, V, you had a show with like Bix and Gus mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, this this sounds great. This guy has solutions, right? So then I started talking to you. We started doing business. So you have been correct about the market at least eighty percent of the time, and that's mm-hmm. better than everybody. Yep. That's better than everybody. So the gorilla who is right about eighty percent of the time in my memory is saying that no CBDCs until after 2025. The slaughter of assets will continue through 2024 election. And the cheap money does not get turned back on until after that. And you're, they're going to turn on the cheap money. One more big run up towards the end of the decade or at least 2026, whatever. Yeah. And then after that run up will be the flip to a CBDC. Is that all sound about what you're saying? Uh, just about. I think the, the CBDC will probably come out uh, because they're nowhere near ready with that thing. Uh we're looking at probably 2020, 20, but between 2025 and 2027, you're going to probably see a CBDC. And it's not, and the first CBDC is is going to be tested not here in the United States. It's UAE, happen, right? Uh, no, it's going to be in Japan first. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. They're the, they're always the experiment. They they just bought. <laughs> They just bought all this. The BOJ just bought all of the sovereign bonds from Japan. So that they, they're, it's so incestuous. It's like, I can't, it's like, I can't talk about the BOJ without laughing. The BJ. God, bro. Uh, so, the, so not only have they nationalized their stock market, but they're turning money just to buy their own money. Oh, yeah. Is that, that's like, that's like, that's where that's like masturbating with gasoline instead of Vaseline, yes. dude. That's oh not even, that, you can't make. If anybody would have said that to me 
10 years ago, I'd say, shut up. That's not even going to happen. Yeah. That's. Dude, 65% of the Tokyo Stock Exchange is owned by the BOJ. And now they're just begun bond purchases of all their sovereign debt that, that's being issued by the government. It is the craziest shit in the world. Japan's a basket case. It is a defeated country. It is a slave nation. The the men have been so feminized. It's pathetic. Now, Pete, come on. You know they're ready to take on China. Leave them alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, China, China just China just put out uh, an edict that feminism is a foreign plot against the Chinese people. And 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 they and they've they've literally crushed the Rainbow Mafia's attempt to uh, go woke over there. They've crushed it. Oh yeah, it's, it's, dude. It's here's the thing. Like, okay, feminism, rainbow this, rainbow that. Okay, here's the thing about that stuff. Okay, those things have naturally occurred. I'm not saying that those movements are uh, invented. However, I will say that 99 percent of the movement has been co-opted and weaponized by. Yep. You know, oh, the absolutely. Same they've, they've made it a, a huge thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like insane. It's it's weaponized. It's yeah. uh, it's it's part of the Hegelian dialectic, right? Right. So nobody cares you know. about these movements. You know, they've 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 uh, started this whole um, identity politics, which all it does is brainwashes people to um, just see not individuals and humans, but um, just see categories. In everything. It's the most craziest thing in the world, dude. I said I saw it happen in the nineties. I saw it happen where like one of my buddies, kind of a normal dude. I, I never you know, I never thought he was gay or anything like that. And uh all of a sudden one day, I don't know, I don't know who he got involved with, you know, any of those kind of things, but he ended up like all of a sudden gay and touting his Jewish heritage because he just wanted to feel oppressed. Yeah. And the, uh, it's like people want to feel oppressed. I, I, I you know, there's and of an course, obsession, gonna... there's an obsession that people have with feeling sorry for themselves, which is a, a sign of an absolutely weak culture, you know? Sick, man. It's sick. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> Japan, yeah. So, basically, people need to understand how fiat system works. A country will produce treasury bonds. A treasury bond is basically like you're promising the labor of future generations and monetizing that. And then the Federal Reserve will print Federal Reserve notes and they'll use that to buy the treasury bonds. And it's kind of a mess, but basically money is printed out of thin air. They're monetizing debt. So the treasury bond is a form of debt. And then they monetize that debt. So liabilities become assets. Literally, we live in the upside down. But what Japan has done is they've taken it a step further and they have man they have married. <laughs> they have I don't even know how <laughs> I, I can't even explain how that works. Like, how can you we print the debt and we have a triple A rating? <laughs> <laughs> we we printed a thousand dollars to buy nine hundred dollars. Yes. Like, or whatever. We yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to the assets. Um, what I did was I used what's called a fixed range on this chart. And this thing works like magic. It's I, I'll, I'll show you guys an example of it. But long story short, these gaps in these volume notes, I talked about this the last show because I, I kind of got accused of being Madden, not really explaining what's going to happen. This is going to go here, like just draw an arrow. And that's fun. And it's kind of true. But the reality is there's actually 
technical is the backup, what I have to say. And I think the S&P is going to go up to about 4,000. That's a nice psychological number. Actually, a strong resistance going all the way back to earlier in the year, end of Q1, um, is at about 4,140. This exact number here is 4090-ish. Anywhere between, say, 4040 and 4090. The price will probably head up there and then reject. Um, If it doesn't reject there, then we're looking at probably a move up to, uh, it could reject at 4,200. Or of course, at that resistance block above that and head down, um, which is about 42, 4,300. So now the S&P will look, or Bitcoin would look much like the S&P because right now Bitcoin is having a bit of a rally. Let me go ahead and bring that up. See what everybody wants to see, and that's the corn. The corn, uh, not even really having that great of a rally. It's actually very lackluster compared to the S and P. Although, well, let me just okay. These arrows are what I drew for what's going to happen. We can see that it more or less happened on one of my trajectories. So let me remove all these drawings. So yeah, it's Bitcoin's just kind of melting down. But remember, Bitcoin is currently in its uh, last year. It's in the contractory phase. So I do expect whatever Bitcoin to do is to kind of outpace the contraction of the rest of the traditional market. Uh, you know, V, do you have any any insight on that with Bitcoin? I know we yeah. talked about, you know, 17, I had like 14,000 to uh, 7,000. That was like my range of yeah. worst case scenario. And you had six to 16 based on yeah. things that you heard from people who know stuff. Yeah. Is that all still apply? That still applies. That that worst case right now, where you know everything is at a dead cat bounce. You see it not only in Bitcoin, you'll see it all throughout the equities market, bond market, and whatnot. Uh, I expect there could be another uh, cataclysmic downturn that could occur within the next couple of days, maybe the next few weeks. Uh, I just don't have a frame of uh, window yet, but another downturn could hit. You know, I think we're doing a. Uh, this is like the final consolidation st- stages, because what is really occurring. You have more consolidation that is occurring right now in the crypto markets. And I think, dude, by um, by fall and winter, fall of 2022 going into the winter of 2023. Fall going into the the, the – oh, winter, like January, February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Going into, into January, February. Uh, you're going to see um, – a lot more damage done into the crypto markets because of the simple fact is a lot of the weaker coins and these programs are getting slaughtered. I'm going to, you're going to start hearing, there's going to be some exchanges. The smaller exchanges are going to be going pop. You're going to start hearing uh, liquidity crunches occurring with a lot of coins where they just can't liquidate. The delistings are, are going to start occurring. So brace yourself. But if you hold through and persevere, the upturn in this, especially, I, I think it's going to be chaotic from here until the midterms and going into 2024. I don't, I, I, I there's a potential here, man, and, and and I'll have more word on it as uh, the the days fall off the calendar and I have my next round of meetings. Um, but I truly believe that we can have a potential fall. That kind of correlates to what you, you the pricing strategy that you and I say because they they overlap. It's you know, the gorilla, the 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 cowboy gorilla overlap, right? It it, <laughs> that's, it, that's it makes basically sense. that blue box right there. That blue box, it could literally dip into that blue box, 
and then come back up. It won't, it, when it does dip into that blue box, I'm going to stay there for long. It's going to scare the shit out of a lot of people. A lot of people are going to be selling off, but it's going to bring in a feeding frenzy of more institutions because it's an institutional game. I, I, I mean, Cabo, I told you about that meeting I had yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. one of which is an individual who, who is a speaker to the Davos crowd who's been an invited, he's been on the, the speaker list, he spoke in front of the Davos World Economic Forum clowns, okay? and But he's not down with them. He's, a, a, let's just say, a double agent, right? So this individual, uh, we'll, we'll, his, we'll go with his first name of his first letter of his name, which is, we'll go with J. J um, and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I know who you're talking about. No, no, no. You haven't met him. It's not. It's not. I'm not talking. It's not the other one. No, okay. it's not that idiot from Colorado. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, someone else that we worked with before. No, 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 no. This, this guy doesn't even live in the United States at all. Yeah, we're, we might be. And it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So. Um. So this guy. Uh. One of the things he's he's talked about is 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 this is an institutional game now. What's you're talking about. Uh. <laughs> you're talking about Jamil. <laughs> Jamil. Who's Jamil? Yeah. Who? I'm just joking, what? dude. Sorry. What? I broke I, I I derailed you, bro. I'm sorry. I derailed no, you. No, it, it, it is Jagmeet, my friend. His name is Jagmeet Singh. All right. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. I'm sorry. I tried to be funny. It didn't come off. <laughs> All right. No, so uh, le- take re left off. I'm sorry. All right. So so this is an institutional game. So whatever they, whatever move they do next with wash trading that is occurring in the BTC market, it's it's designed to just scare the piss out of the retail investor, and in the hopes that they can create some more coins that are available at the market. Again, more buying is occurring. Then it's going to come back up. But when it does come back up, I think it's going to go back to bouncing around between, you know, yeah, you know, twenty eight to thirty two, right? Maybe get to thirty six to thirty eight. I don't. I don't. As of right now, as of June twenty fourth, I don't see it skyrocketing until we get twenty twenty two behind us, and I think then we start seeing the moves going back up. So you're looking at basically the box that I drew goes through, say February of twenty twenty three. And so you think we're just going to see prices get crushed your box or your numbers are from six to 16. Technically I saw from about seven to 14 Mm -hmm. Um, and price does tend to wick farther than predicted. So, you know, yeah, we could see price drop below 6,000. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then just bounce around and then 2023, maybe like just going by the old cycles, like 2023, let me let me do my Madden thing here. Let's mm-hmm. do the Madden thing. So perhaps price just dumps into here, right? If it does, if if 21 can't hold and it's already been broken, although uh, there wasn't a weekly candle that closed below 21, I don't think. But essentially, it's broken. So price could kind of you know bang around in here in this area, and then eventually make its way out. And then in 2023, you're thinking, this is what I think. 2023 might have just a slow rise up. Maybe go ahead and poke its head above 20, maybe quicker than that. Um, but still kind of hang around in the 20 to 30 area. Yeah. And then I don't think it's going to go much higher than, say, 28,000, because that's an important number. Yeah, it is. Um, 28,000 is, is pretty key if you actually uh, – and Move then it'll bounce around. If it does hit twenty eight, you're gonna you, it's gonna just bounce around between twenty eight and thirty two. 
until well then the having actually may here this is where price might actually head up is the having yep. is you know running up to the having in 2024 yeah so cause again with every time they're doing this they're they're getting their their the the supply is getting more and more consolidated and look wall street has a bunch of crypto products ready to rock out right but they're not going to do it now they're not going to do it with this administration and with the democrats in power you know what happened to disney yesterday bro tell me they fired a major executive right who's that uh, uh, the, the Peter. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Um, Peter uh, Disney. Let me see. Disney. Peter Fire. Rabbit. Yeah. No. Peter. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, his name is uh, Peter. Uh, yeah, here we go. Okay. So Disney uh, uh, abruptly fires top executive and fully supports Bob Chapek. So what happens is this. Bob Chapek is the new guy that's in charge. Of Disney, right? They fired Peter Rice. Peter Rice is the guy who's part of the Walt Whitman board who is involved with all the woke strategies that Disney's been doing, right? This guy from inside sources in Disney, this guy was summarily walked into Bob Chappick's office. And and as soon as Bob Chappick did this, the board of Disney saluted him and was very happy with the decision. So what happened was Peter Rice was uh, was sent in there. He was just had his head chopped off, basically. He was frog-marched into the office. He was absolutely crushed. He said, you no longer reflect the culture of Disney. We don't Ooh. need you anymore. So I'm like, wait a minute. This is the guy. Peter Rice is the wokester. He is the Merlin of woke. When it came to Disney woke programming, he's the guy behind all the bullshit woke stuff from Marvel. He's the guy behind all the woke bullshit from the recent Buzz Lightyear movie, which absolutely got crushed, right? Oh, yeah. I'm just, he yeah. got whacked, right? So if you notice, he got whacked. Watch the pattern. What happened to Netflix? Netflix has fired all their woke stuff. If you're going to be woke, you can't work here no more. Go find another job. Netflix. What happened to Kraken? Kraken right now is paying. If you're a work employee, we will pay you four months severance to get the fuck out of our company, right? <laughs> so everybody is unwoking themselves, right? So, so why are they doing this? Woke at the end of the day, it's not good for me. Dude, I predicted this stuff is going to happen. I've been saying it for quite some time, right? Because it's not about, look, we all have this idea of good guys versus bad guys. Folks, when you get to the power structure of of, of, of these corporations and these large banks and financial institutions, it's not about good guys or bad guys. It's about it's about process and outcome, right? And the outcome of all this woke bullshit that's infiltrated much of popular media is not good for business. So when they get rid of the wokesters, the, the whole system is going through the purge. The financial system, all of it is right now, there's, there's a purge that is going on. The Democrats are going to get slaughtered in the election. And whether this means that it's going to come out with two separate countries, honestly, let me explain something to you guys. The financial powers that be does not care if America separates in two or, or balkanizes in two. It doesn't really care because then they'll be like, okay, well, you know what? We'll, they'll, they will make money either way. It's like fucking King George of England. What was he doing? He the was on funding. both sides. Exactly. Yeah. Think they're doing basically they're doing a uh, – 
you could call it a strangle or uh, like they do an options, uh, yep. a, a straddle, you yep. know? Yep. So they're, they're, so they're not going to make money on the woke, right? They're not. So well, they made money on the woke. And now what they're finding they, out is that that has a marginal rate of return. And in fact, yeah, actually, pathetic rate is, of return. it's crushed. Yeah. Them. I mean, marginal. I, it's 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 like uh, it's like you eat a Snickers bar and then you get like another Snickers bar. It's not as good. And after like the fifth or sixth one, you don't want. You're done with Snickers like forever, dude. It's like it's like a girl who starts an OnlyFans account, right? When the oh, first... like Denise Richards. <laughs> yeah. What? Really? Yeah. No. She's all she's all used up, dude. Oh my god! What the I hell? Some, I got some buddies that are like, oh, Denise Richards started OnlyFans. I'm like, dude, dude, she's like. Uh, oh who cares? God, I don't even want to look cares? at that. She's all used up. Anyway, so the, the woke so, is in yeah, the it, woke it's is like Denise it's Richards like, starting it, OnlyFans. It, exactly. The woke is like Denise Richards starting OnlyFans. So the first month of you starting your OnlyFans, okay, you're gonna have the greatest amount of people that are going to be checking out your site. Okay. Then every day after that, or every month after that, it's gonna just drop right off. You see it everywhere. It doesn't fucking matter. Why? Because once you've already put it out there, the novelty's gone. It's over. And that's what all these idiots are going. So the woke already they already blew their load. And the 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 cost is just too much. Like people don't realize, like CGI, like people are like, oh, it's all CGI, big deal. But you don't understand. CGI is expensive to do, man. Like I have a a, a guys that, that approach me that's trying to get like investment dollars. For like this uh, Jesus film that's completely CGI, it costs to do like I think per hour is like ten thousand dollars an hour, some shit like that. You know, twenty thousand dollars an hour. Oh yeah, C- it is expensive to do CGI. So imagine all the money they spent in creating Buzz Lightyear, and it absolutely was massacred because of all that gay woke bullshit. Well, it's done. I, you know, I think the first clue was, and I. That uh, cuties, cuties they put up oh, on uh, my Netflix. Oh my god! Exactly. That, exactly. That should explain it all to you. Yeah. Like they they showed their ass. They really, they literally did, and that was it, man. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, you know, so this is what you're seeing. You're seeing a lot of these purgings that are occurring, both in the financial side. ESG is going to be a dead thing. Why do you think they, you know, they they are allowing all of a sudden Elon Musk to take over Twitter? Elon Musk absolutely sh- he. Absolutely. Uh, oh, my God. My, my headphones. Yeah. Elon Musk absolutely <laughs> took a crap on ESG saying it's a scam. Elon Musk sudden, made his money on carbon credits on carbon credits is calling ESG a scam. Right. But ESG, what is it? It's the most ultimate woke. It, it is. It is basically the heart of woke and, and the impetus for woke, which is ESG. And then you got ESG based companies that are getting kicked out of states like, you know, West Virginia. It's like, look, and other red states are like coming out and they're like, look, you, you're an ESG company. You follow ESG. Don't do business in our state. They're losing contracts. When you lose contracts, you lose money. When you lose money, you, you, it affects your stock price. You affect your stock price, that, affect, that affects your market cap. You affect your market cap, it affects every other financial metric and financial instrument that your company needs to profit on. It's not worth it. You know, and then the trading houses who trade your stock, like, you know, you're, you're, they start dumping you. So it's a whole cascading effect. So this is backfired bad on them. And that's why I think it's like, dude, it's like, you know, it's going to be bad financially because we're going through a purge. We are. We're literally going through a purge politically, economically speaking. And then we have the last hurrah. The fake money goes into overdrive. And that's when you have the CDC, you know, central bank uh, CBDCs, 
you'll have negative interest rates. And the CBDCs is going to be the way that they're going to put universal basic income into you. They're not going to give you a check in the mail, right? But they will do CBDC as a way to get universal basic income across the, uh, across the finish line. And they'll have to. Why? Because we're going to go into negative interest rates. They can't just cut back rates. It's not going to be a regular rate cut going forward. They're going negative. How do I, how do I know this? Stanley Fisher in 2015 promised us that he, this is going to happen. And he was the real guy running the Fed back when Bernanke was around. You know, well, <clears throat> you know, I had a I had an economics teacher in high school, Italian guy, um, Mr. Cardinasecca, and he he didn't have the wherewithal to explain fractional reserve banking to a bunch of sixteen year olds, with the exception of myself. What he did say though was that the the money system is going to have to be, you know, revamped. And in order to fix everything, they're going to have to put the country in a cast. They're going to have to break the system and put it in a cast of socialism. Now, I don't know that I agree with the sentiment, but that might be exactly what happens. Yeah. The know? way you, a perfect cast is is UBI, yeah, the uh, central bank issued digital currencies. Just give give them the bread, so yeah. that they don't revolt. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you see, and this is related to, you know, back to crypto and, and what's going to happen. Um, and this actually is from Davos. I, I did a screen share, although I'm not sure if anybody can see it yet. Uh, it's a Twitter. I don't know if, uh, if Siege is with us. CJ, are you there? CJ. CJ. CJ's. I'm here. What's up? There he is. Hey, man, we're um, doing a screen share. Where the hell did you go, bro? There you go. <laughs> Appreciate that, Siege. Yep. Um, so now this, and I showed this about a few weeks ago, right? This came oh, yeah, out yeah, of Davos. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so basically what it's, now this guy is, you know, projecting fear and that I, I don't, I'm going to read what he says. I don't agree with the fear aspect of it, but what he says, the plan has always been to endure this shadow phase, infiltrate DeFi with WF partners like Chainlink and uh, MetaMask, and then swoop in with the takeover by big banks to legitimize. So he's scared of that. I'm not scared of those kinds of things as long as I'm on the right side of that trade. But I'm going to blow up the actual photo so we can see the names on this board. If I don't know if it's big enough for the, uh, you know, for the presentation. But what's circled here is like Chainlink, MetaMask. On the left-hand side, this is the shadow phase. This is prior to the institutional phase, right? You got names like uh, BlockFi, Grayscale, Kraken, Gemini. The block, Coinbase, Crypto.com, all the, all those big names. But on the right, it's called Wave Two, and this is where it's. And it's. Uh, let me see if I can go to a better photo of this. So Wave One, Shadow Crypto Finance. That's the Wave One on the left. What I just talked about. If you notice, everybody there, every company. Go back to those companies. That's all DCG Group. Yep. That's all DCG yep. Group. DCG uh, Group is an umbrella over all these companies, so yep. they're just swooping up all the coin, and then. On the right, you're going to have um, <clears throat> wave two, banks and regulated FIs. And I assume that they're going to crush Bitcoin down into below 10,000 so that these groups can go ahead and purchase it up if they haven't already. And you're looking at <clears throat> like BNP, uh, BNP Paribas, Citibank, Deutsche Bank, uh, so Societe Generale. Who don't you, you see know. there? What I don't see is uh, Wells Fargo. Uh-huh. I don't see Goldman. I don't see B of A. Yep. And I, I don't see any of them. And the big heavy hitter, JPM. JP, I, I don't see JPM. Yep. 
Although, who's that ship on the bottom? Is that uh, is that Vanguard? I can't remember uh, who that's what the it looks ship like. is. It looks like Vanguard's logo. Uh, I guess if I can zoom in, I can't. But there's others that are not shown in that picture. Visa, MasterCard, Union Bank, uh, HSBC. JP Morgan is on that side. JP is, and okay. Goldman Sachs are both. And so is Morgan okay. Stanley. So they're in there. Okay. Um, but Wells, B of A, um, they're not in there. Okay. So I guess Wells and B of A, are, we're going to probably see them fold. Hopefully your money's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, and this is right out of Davos. Yep. You know, so this is yep. exactly what V is talking about. So on the left, DCG <clears throat> is the shadow umbrella that's kind of gathering everything. Yep. And they're probably going to introduce it to the right side. Now, I personally feel, again, this is not financial advice. None of what we say is, you know, do your own research, talk to a licensed professional before you put your money in markets because you could lose your money if you do so, yada, 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 right? Now that the disclaimer is said, I think Ripple is going to be what they use for interbank transactions and inter-country transactions. That's what I think. I think Ripple Labs, Ripple is going to be used as kind of the intermediary. It's going to be the transitory. It's going to be the relational transactional layer between uh, legacy finance and these uh, crypto conglomerates. There you have it. That's what I think. I could be wrong. It may not be. And I, I also think that XLM Stellar, um, I think Stellar will be basically like um, more for what people thought Ripple was going to be, which is like people sending money to each other across the border, things like that. So that's what I think. And I think Bitcoin is going to be, uh, and the, the V, this kind of came from you. I agree with it, but I think Bitcoin is going to be what like all of the institutionals they hold. They'll probably use Bitcoin, you know, for business transactions because it's the most trusted and then yeah. they're going to derivatize it for the rest of the cattle to play with. So you never Absolutely. actually hold it, but you can play in the casino. Exactly. Correct. Bingo. That's exactly what they want. It's more of their control. And whose fault is this? The fucking crypto industry who started this off saying, yeah, the hell with Wall Street, yeah, liberation, power to the people. And then all of a sudden, they they got greedy with these ICOs and whatnot. And what do they do? They started running towards Wall Street for money. And here we're, here's yep. where we are. Yeah, that's a big whoopsie. Yep. So, well, I mean, uh, it's it's about 10 o'clock. There's plenty to talk about, um, you know, if you want to keep going. I don't know if, uh, you know. Yeah, we'll touch base on one more thing. And then I got a call to jump on at 12. Let's see here. There was... Uh, Ah, this is really good. So let me go ahead and share this one. Give me one second. One second. The Powell of Grayskull. Great article from Zero Hedge called The Powell of Grayskull. Uh, the, I'm not going to talk about the whole article. Oh, the I Powell of Grayskull. Yeah, back when you, like, you could have Manly. Central banker. <laughs> they called it Fedternia. Fed where they Turnia. live, Fedternia. Yeah, um, so basically, though, the there's a lot of decent stuff in this article, but I think that the key here that I've highlighted, and I'll see if I let me do a quick zoom in. That nah, doesn't matter. I'll just read it. BRICS are developing an alternative global reserve currency backed by commodities and an international payment system to reduce their use of USD and EUR. Now I know that there is a Simeon who predicted this. Do we know who that guy is? I'm not sure. A simian primate. Oh a, yes. A hairy. Yes. A hairy uh, New Yorker. It, it that would be me. That would ah, be me. That's who it was. That would yeah. be me. So there's that, and then this is a great 
Um, I, I mentioned this earlier, but before I go, I'll just this article some basic. Uh, this article basically describes the scam, and it describes yep. it in a paragraph. So if anybody is kind of like, "Hey, what happened?" Because I got people say, "Hey, what in the world happened?" You know, like, "Oh, what happened to the economy?" Um, what this says that I've highlighted. It says, uh, "In effect, governments shut down the economy." And this is on Zero Hedge, by the way. It's an article uh, called "The Inflation Solutions Are Even Worse Than the Problem." What they're saying is that, like, Biden wants to spend money to get us out of the problem that was created by spending money, right? Yeah, yeah. But. Th- What's highlighted? In effect, governments shut down the economy and handed out money for people to spend. Supplies were squeezed because nobody was producing goods and services. But demand never dropped because everybody had their pockets stuffed with stimulus money. In effect, the government flooded the economy with money, even as it starved it of goods. Of course, prices went through the roof. That was entirely predictable. Now the Biden administration wants to spend more, the exact policy that got us in this inflation mess to begin with. So look, they're going to squeeze us. They're going to make us broke. They're going to take away our food. How many food processing plants have gone down in the U.S. over like since Biden? I think it's over you 100. Know, it's only, totally, uh, yeah, it's just coincidence. It's all they just keep exploding. Yeah, they just explode. I don't know. You, you, you know, when you have like flour and 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 you know and 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 nuts and all these other types of grain stored, they it's like having nitroglycerin and they, they explode, bro. It's just normal. You sound like you sound like Fauci. It may be it possibly, may be possibly, possibly could be now, now, Doctor Paul. Dr. Paul, one of the things that's possibly going on is maybe that there is a monkeypox outbreak in these food processing plants. They need to be vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Well, there's also uh, like issues with the power grid. For example, now there's over in uh, the Discord is a buddy of mine, Sirius. He's actually part of what are, uh, you know, the, the Watchers Trade Room and all that. And he actually has uh, a YouTube channel. He's like a doing pretty well i'll I'll get the name of that here in a minute but he found that lake mead (laughs) lake mead is like uh, almost all of the pumps are shut down vegas is essentially has already lost or is about to lose 33 percent of its power 33 percent of its power hey they have to protect the dung beetle the desert dung beetle that's an endangered species and listen it's all about carbon credits all right so the hell with the thirty three percent, and then you got to understand, you know, Vegas has to pay more in energy costs, just like all of us. You you better pay twelve dollars a gallon gasoline. We have to fight Vladov Putler. Oh yes, Vladov but... Putler is a threat, dude. Uh, what do you call it? Um, like eleven percent of people believe that narrative. Of course, eleven percent of people believe that Putin caused the inflation yep. <laughs> and Biden's out there saying Putin caused the inflation. Um, so yeah. yeah. The only, and meanwhile, the only reality is the only thing that can cause inflation is government expenditure. It's like, it's like what, uh, uh, what's his name? Volcker said it best. It's not producers. It's not the private sector. It's only occurs when government prints too much money. That is the only cause of inflation. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. I mean, you know, look, it's a very simple thing. Money and wealth are two separate things. Yep. That's what people don't seem to get. Money and wealth are not the same thing. And in fact, money, if you print too much of it, the value goes down. 
it's literally supply and demand just with uh, money. Um, so yeah, Sirius has a lot of good information too. Approach him on Discord. He has his own YouTube channel. I just can't find the name of it right now. Um, and we're kind of at the end of the show too. So remember, folks, we have to do what we can to fight Pootler. And CJ, I have a special image that I want to share. That oh. you know, you know how like in in 1984 we have the hour of hate, right? Well. I want to make it. This is our, our, our we're having our little struggle session, okay? <laughs> and our struggle session is about. Let me see if I can even share this damn image. Uh, is about fighting the one and only Pootler. Pootler. We have to fight Pootler. <laughs> can I share that? No, it doesn't. Come you find out. it? No, here we go. I got another image. Huh? Share the screen. CJ, could you scare... I don't know if you have that Pootler image I sent you. Yeah, I think I do. Give me one second. I think I've seen it. Is it like a like an old it. political cartoon? Yeah, No, no, no. It's actually a nice uh, little Photoshop. There it is. Folks, this is the most dangerous tyrant of our time. <laughs> Pootler. We have to fight Vladov Pootler. Vladov Putler must be stopped. You have to do your part. Whether it's $12 a gallon gasoline or $8 for a loaf of bread or $20 for a gallon of milk, you have to support Ukraine to the last person. You have to do what you can to fight Vladov Putler. Dude. Uncle Schmuck needs you. These people can't even point to Ukraine on a map. No, they can't. They can't. This is where we are. This is America. It's not going to end well, man. It's not going to end well. Well, I don't know. I mean, look, keep it simple. You know, first of all, live in a uh, do the Gus thing and stack your jurisdictions. Red city, red county, red state. Uh, I am in a purple county, but red city, red state for sure. I'm in a rainbow county. (laughs) Oh, God. Pride month. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, I move to a place that has its own energy production. I live in a place that actually is surrounded by rivers with hydro. Hydro, uh, you know, whatever it is. I can't think right now. I didn't sleep well. I got a little guy. He woke me up a lot of times last night. My little, uh, my son. Uh, also, food production. You want local food production. You want to create a local communities. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Washington is lost. Local politics, if anything, are, are going to matter now. So get to know your neighbors. That's it. That's Absolutely. it, you know, and, and get your get your food stored and everything that you might need if the power goes off. And it's Pride Month, let's not forget that. Oh God, yeah. Make sure you go to your local Hell's Angels uh, chapter and do a drag queen story hour. I'm sure. You know, I bet well. you, I bet you, CJ has the best voice like that, but he doesn't want to share it because, uh, you know, it's just too good. CJ's just a, a toxic masculine person. Is that what it is? <laughs> I'm not even calling him a man. He's a person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the producer, the producer person. Hey, uh, in other news, this is good news. Investors clock out of Rolex bull market as demand cools. Finally. I saw that. I saw that. Thank yeah. God. The bull Are market. You, sell? you sure made some money, dude. You're going to sell a couple? Yeah, Take some no, profit? I, I, I just won't. No. I won't sell any of the Rolex. You're going to hodl your Rolex. No, till the day. I'm going to pass it on. That's like something you keep for future generations. But one day in the future, my great grandkids will be like, my granddad had this Rolex Daytona. 
He wore it. Yeah, I I'll, I'll sell to... anything else. I'll sell anything else. I won't sell the Rolexes. I sent you those comics I got, right? Uh, so yeah, the... Berserker. Check yeah, what's out that going every... for? All right. I, well, I have to look that up. See, here's the thing about it. All right. I'll, I I'll bring like this up. North of three grand, those things, right? Uh, well, not yet, but the okay. So let me let me bring this up real quick. <clears throat> Berserker is a comic that um, Keanu Reeves is a, a part of, right? Yeah. And it's a uh, boom. Right, boom is the uh, actual the comic uh, company that's putting that out. Right, mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves is writing it, and they're actually using his likeness, and they're going to make a show out of it. It's going to stream. It'll probably be on. Uh, you know, Netflix or whatever, right? Hopefully not Disney. Um, and essentially this, and I'm going to go ahead and bring up the uh, picture of it because it's just, oh, the art is so good. Uh, Matt uh, Matt Kent, Rod Garney. Matt Kent Bill. is an amazing writer, dude. Dude, I love Matt Kent's writing. His writing is amazing. He's great. Yeah, let me, uh, let me bring this up here. So now this is some inside stuff. I mean, people know it if you're in the comic world but i actually diversify in the comics now I, I do have a decent collection i built i'm going to give to my my son or my kids however many kids we end up having um but this is berserker one and i have a few different copies of this and i even have a one in 50 that i sent to be graded back at 9.8 so this is berserker right here you can see it's keanu uh you see like they use his likeness and he basically is like a uh he kind of has like the the growth factor kind of like Wolverine, but it's a lot slower. Oh, you mean and, the he- uh, healing factor? Healing factor. Thank you. Uh, I'm thinking of growth, growth, growth factor. Thinks of a, <laughs> wait, he's got a tumor. He's got like a, a malignant tumor on his pituitary. He's, he, he's going to have some suffer from gigantism or, um, or uh, I, macromaglia or something. Or IGF, uh, insulin growth factor, like the bodybuilder shoot up. But anyway, uh, so they, yeah. So anyway, this is going to be probably pretty big and I've been collecting it from the start. Um, I don't know that you'll be able to get the first issues like this one and stuff like that, but Berserker is going to be bad. And you know what, though? And you know what? It actually, sold, it sold out immediately. Marvel and DC were sitting there with their thumbs up their butts. They couldn't figure out why because it's not a woke. It's so based. It's not woke. It's completely just an amazing work, and people gobbled it up. I think they did like seven and a half million uh, copies within like the first week or two. I oh, mean, yeah. It was like selling out like hotcakes. People love it. Dude, I've got multiple like first issue uh, incentive covers that I've sent off to be graded. So, you know, I, I got one back. I think I sent you the photo of it, V. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. yeah, you did. You did. Toxic you did. masculinity. Don't buy it. Stay away from it. Buy um, gay toxic. Superman's son. Go buy that. Oh, that's the best <laughs> one. That's my favorite. Yeah. Hey, Dude, see, uh, last but not least, I want to pull the screen up when you're done. Go ahead, Cowboy. I'm done. So there's uh, some of the prices are coming down. Look, one of the things about re- luxury items like watches like Rolex, uh, Audemars Piguet, uh, Patek Philippe, these are great stores of value. I'm always a believer in fine luxury pieces and luxury watches. Hell, even if you buy a Seiko, you can always sell a Seiko, depending on uh, if you keep it in good condition, for the price you bought it for, if not more. Okay, so... You know, bear in mind that's that's the advantage of of, of like watches, and le- there are like other luxury watches like Grand Seiko, which is amazing. It's you know, there's an old saying: you get a Rolex to impress your friends, you get a Grand Seiko to impress yourself. So, hey, did I send you uh, one of those uh, baby? Uh, oh, what was it? I sent you like a limited edition, 
and uh, I'll see if I can find it. I want to say Submariner, but that's actually not that's uh, that's Rolex. There's a Seiko that I got, and uh, I sent you one of them. Oh, yeah, the Marine Master. The Marine Master, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I yes. got those. I, I've actually here's the thing about like if you if you look in the right place, I found it to where I could buy them before they came out for like oh. 45% off. Dude, yeah. So as soon as I got around. it delivered, I'd already made 45% my money. Exactly. You could turn around and flip it very quickly, very easily. And especially the limited editions, when they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, they ain't making it anymore. It, I think you and I had done a deal, and that was kind of like a, uh, you know, I sent that off to you as part of that. Like, yep. hey, you know, badass. Here you go. Hell yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I remember that one. But yeah, so you will see the prices come down on on this. So it's like, um, it's good to have. I mean, dude, I mean, there, there are people like these watches have saved people's lives. You know, they need to get the hell out of the country. Like in Argentina, you couldn't get the hell out of Argentina unless you had a bar of gold or you had a Rolex watch. That ensured you and your family leaving the country during a financial collapse. So take that in mind. You know, that's the way you want to see it. So this is good. So this could hopefully create some buying opportunities for people. Um I, you know, and and you know when this when prices on this comes down, it, it's always a good thing. Oh, you know, I, I I'd like to maybe pick up a, a Royal Oak, um, maybe a, a Nautilus. We'll see how it goes on. Anyway, with that being said, any other things you guys want to talk about? Anything else? Closing comments? Nah, I think we covered a lot of stuff. Fantastic. And with that being said, folks, we will be back. Velas is back on the fifteenth. You know. Oh, I'll be going on vacation. Let me just announce this now. I'll be on vacation from July 13th. Hold on. Let me just look at the calendar. Yeah, July 13th through the 21st, I'll be on vacation. Uh, I'll be in Afghanistan. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I've gotten a really good rate on a discount room in Kabul. It's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, uh, Is it a, a, a woman-owned business over there? Yeah. Uh, uh, Yes, it is. <laughs> but I can't tell. She's always covered up, you know. And then uh, I had a uh, uh, right after that, I'm, you know, so I'll be in Kabul, Afghanistan from the 13th through the uh, the 19th. And then shortly after that, uh, I will be in uh, uh, Kharkiv, Ukraine on the front lines. I have a wonderful uh, seaside uh, resort type setup over there. Uh, right by the, the the one of these rivers, and it's great. They said it's wonderful. You you in your hotel room, you see Russian cruise missiles fly overhead, and you hear air raid sirens in the middle of the night. It's going to be awesome, dude. Oh, uh, but Ukraine's winning. Ukraine is winning. I mean, the Russians they've made a terrible mistake. They're you know, demoralized. Their yeah, they're supply demoralized. chains are broken. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they're looking for an exit strategy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's why. Uh, that's why. That, that's why we have to support you. You know, we have to fight. Uh, you know. Vlad off Putler. We have to we gotta stop Putler. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, what was it? Uh what's the latest on Ukraine? Severa Donetsk, I think it's called. I f- might not be saying that right, but they they pretty much had to retreat from there today. Oh, because they're doing good. I mean, when you want to sh- send in more weapons to uh to Ukraine and they keep getting blown up, it's a sign that they're winning. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I, nice. I get the f- I think Ukraine was set up. I think they were set up to lose. Yep. Exactly. All right, folks, we're at the end of the show. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, um, have a great time today. Have some fun. Eat well and uh, enjoy. Thank you all for listening in. This is the gorilla. He is the crypto pronoun. And we have El Cuco himself, who is the toxic masculinity working the airwaves. Oh, quick, uh, quick plug, quick plug. I got yes. some uh, some CBD from uh, from CJ. 
And I actually do. I've been using CBD therapeutically for a long time and I buy the best stuff. And this is as good as anything I've ever done at a nice. way better price, way better price. Fantastic. Yeah. So Fantastic. talk to uh, CJ about that. So what is it? MyCBDedibles.com? Yep. MyCBD. Yes. And also uh, because it's Pride Month, they also have CBD uh, 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 body lube that you can <laughs> use for new room massages with oh. your significant partner. No. I feel, actually, you know what? I've heard great things about coffee enemas. I've heard that they're great at. Uh, I like hot know. water enemas. They're the best, <laughs> dude. I had this. I had this friend, like you know, back in the post college days. She, we, you know, whatever, more than friends, but she's smoking hot like a smoke show. But she's just so insane, like you never want to be with her. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember at one point she had gone overboard for a while. I went over to her house, and there was all this like black crap on the floor in the bathroom. <laughs> What I was like, what is this? And she had done a coffee enema and messed up. <laughs> oh, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> and she's a smoke show. Like, just a freaking dime piece, dude. I just, oh, my God. I never, I never looked at her the oh, same dude. after that. Oh, my God. So she's a psycho. It's just. <laughs> well, oh. yeah. She, she, at that See, time, I don't know about so... you. When I get up in the morning, I like to brew a hot pot of coffee. And the first thing I think about when I look at that piping hot cup of coffee <laughs> Is I wonder how this will feel as an enema. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, you guys have a good time. Uh, it's Pride Month. Make sure you go get yourself an enema. Uh, go get a butt plug. <laughs> it's Pride coffee, Month. coffee bean butt plug. Too. Yes, sure. We're allies. We're allies here. So with that being said, CJ, take it away. <laughs> uh.